Science Fiction Short Story A New Life for Lucius Pollux The fight was inevitable. The outcome was not. Sweat poured down Lucius Pollux's face as heat seared the hairs on his arms. A blast knocked him to his knees. He sucked in a lung full of air. Suddenly, a baby's wail pierced the smoke-filled corridor. Oh, God! Lucius's muscles gleamed as he crawled forward. He could hear Captain Aiko's voice ringing in his ears. Keep the governor safe at all costs. She's more important than the entire force put together. Lucius shook his head and choked, nearly sobbing for air. Matthews! Governor Matthews! Can you hear me? A terrified shriek split the air. A hologram picture of Governor Matthews signing an inter-alien alliance treaty between the Frisian outpost and the Crestonian government while cradling a newborn baby in her other arm filled his mind. The sight had left him incredulous. She was a woman of renowned diplomatic abilities, but over the year and half he had served her, his doubt had turned to silent awe. Lucius's shoulder grazed a corner. On his right, he heard the incessant screams of a terrified baby. On his left, a blocked doorway led to the governor's private office. An explosion rocked the ship. He banged his head against the wall and struggled to stay conscious. With a fist, he pounded on the closed door. Governor Matthews! The shrieks dwindled to a whimper, wafering from the open doorway. Lucius turned, rose to his feet, and staggered in. Dressed in prison garb, Lucius awoke to a light beam focused on his eyes. He sat up, cupping his hands over his face as his prophetic feet hit the stone-cold floor. Get up, they're waiting for you. Lucius stood and faced his jailer, a short, blonde man with a name tag, Officer Quinn, imprinted on his uniform. A small man who obviously delighted in small power. What would he do with great power? Lucius shuddered. Quinn jabbed Lucius in the chest with the tip of his dustbuster. If you're found guilty, you're mine forever. Lucius shrugged. Not forever. It'll feel like it before long, Quinn gestured through the doorway. Let's go. Lucius tripped. The lifeless prosthetic never moved as quickly as he expected. He righted himself. His gaze stayed fixed straight ahead. In the courtroom, Lucius stood on a center dais, with hands clasped behind his back. Quinn stood near at hand, his dustbuster at the ready. Frisian and Crestonian representatives sat in the wings. The Crestonian judge tapped two tentacles together. We find you guilty of gross negligence in the performance of your duty and hereby sentence you to... Lucius's gaze wandered from the scene and retreated to the moment he clasped the baby girl in his arms and held her tight against the searing flames. He had little memory of the rest of his rescue mission. Only in the moment he awoke 
to discover that the baby was gone, and so were his feet. Why they blamed him was of little importance. They had to blame someone, and he was expendable. The Frisians and Crestonians would agree on that, at least. On the way back to his cell, Lucius stumped along in silence. Quinn's grin appeared almost boyish. What the hell did you expect? It's not like the baby was really worth it or anything. She's dead now, you know. Lung damage. Without a minuscule change in expression, Lucius reached out and gripped Quinn by the throat. He squeezed. Even when Quinn nudged the dustbuster between them and alarms blared through the corridors of Bothmall Prison, Lucius kept squeezing. Suddenly, Lucius felt a jolt sear through his body. He assumed he had just disintegrated to the tune of Quinn's dustbuster, but to his amazement he found himself standing in a field of daisies. Lucius raised his hands and examined them. He pinched his arm. A chuckle made him turn around. No, you're not dead. Omega, wearing a brown jerkin and tan cotton pants, waved Lucius forward. Nothing of the kind. Come, let's get you settled before I go. Lucius took a tentative step forward and tripped. Omega sighed. Yes, sorry, I didn't fix them. Not yet, anyway. But your weakness will prove your strength. Omega smiled airily. Right now, I just want you to rest up for new challenges. I've got a whole world waiting for you. Lucius folded his arms across his chest and allowed his eyes to absorb the glory of a copse of woods and the flower-strewn field all around him. Slowly, his gaze wandered back to Omega. And you are... Omega sniffed and clapped his hands together. Yes, of course, I always forget. Not everyone in the universe acknowledges me as their lord and master. He stepped forward and flourished a formal bow. I am Omega, last son of my father, a being of wisdom and dignity who will soon become like a father to you as well. He is the creator of Mirage Reborn, your new home. Omega waved to the right, and a small thatched cottage appeared. But before I send you home, you need to rest and time to adjust. Lucius shook his head. Why? I mean, why save... Omega strode to the cottage door and swung it wide with an even wider smile. For the same reason I do everything. I need something from you. Lucius stroked his chin as his eyebrows rose. You need something from me. Omega shrugged with a tilt of his head. You see, I must discover if the impossible is possible. His gaze delved deep into Lucius's eyes. I am settling Quinn on Mirage Reborn with you. I'd prefer you not kill him. Lucius's eyes widened. Omega waved his hand. And he's not to kill you, of course. A redbird burst from the grove of oaks along the edge of the woods behind the cottage and soared into the air. 
Lucius caught his breath, and then let his gaze land on Omega once more. I've already been found guilty of... Omega laughed. That's why I chose you. Such an honest man. Omega gestured toward the doorway. It is well provisioned, and you'll have plenty of time to rest up. My father, Abbas, will retrieve you when he's ready. But now, I really must go. I'm terribly late. Omega raised his hand in salute. Lucius shouted, Wait! I don't understand! Omega grinned as his figure faded into the sunset, his voice carrying even after the last glimmer of his sparkling eyes disappeared. We all have impossible choices to make! Lucius's hands flapped to his side as he sucked in a deep, shuddering breath. He gazed at the natural beauty before him and took his first step toward home. A.K. Fraley is the author of 15 books, a teacher for 35 years, and a homeschooling mother of eight. Make the most of life's journey. For books by A.K. Fraley, check out her Amazon author page.